Welcome to Two Travel Dads Podcast. Here we share our favorite destinations, travel tips, stories from our adventures, and bring on awesome guests to share insights into their travelsome lives. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and check out our detailed show notes at twotraveldads.com slash podcast dash episodes. Hey, welcome back to Two Travel Dads Podcast. I'm Rob, and today I have one of my favorite um, co-hosts, joining uh we've got kelly hello hi how's it going oh you know it's going it's it's a beautiful sunny day in florida how is it up in maine oh it's about 35 oh and yeah kind of gray <laughs> <laughs> i won't talk about our 81 degrees then so don't thank you very much yeah um but hey you know what i wanted to talk about today i thought we could talk about our amazing adventure that we had on the Rocky Mountaineer luxury train in mm. Canada. So wonderful. Happy to. Yes, let's do that. I'm, I'm so glad I can twist your arm on this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, gosh, I think, I think kind of where I wanted to start is I just, I, I want to ask you about your experience on it. Cause I think we experienced it very differently because I'm always in work mode, even when I'm having fun and traveling and I think you got to really experience it as somebody who's just there for the adventure and the scenery. And I feel like we probably had varied experiences on it, you know? <laughs> yeah, you kept going outside and taking your big camera and going to get some pictures. And you got some amazing shots, even on a moving train. Amazing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I really enjoyed um, the luxury of it all as a matter of fact the comfort of the chairs and that they reclined and were heated that was really lovely and the huge windows that you could just lay there and relax and look out the window they had a nice um publication on board that they had put out that talked about the different locations we were going to stop that i flipped through a little and then i think you came in and joined me for was it the morning um little snack i think we had a coffee and a pastry right after we had you know we had a nice break from the beautiful breakfast that we first served and you know i'm gonna pause you we didn't even talk about what the, what the rocky mountaineer is i just jumped right into it assuming that everybody who is listening totally knows what it is did you know what it was before we boarded no. I did not. I did not. I think it's on a lot of people's bucket list, though, because when I mentioned it, they were eyes lit up and people were like, I've heard of that. I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't know what it is, the Rocky Mountaineer is this fantastic luxury. It's actually like a sightseeing train um, and it's a multi-day journey, whichever route you go. And there's several different routes. You can go from Vancouver to Banff. Um, you can go up to Jasper National Park in northern Alberta. There is a route down here in the United States that goes between Denver and Moab, Utah. Um, but yeah, it's this really fantastic luxe way to go from point A to point B, either in Canada or, or down here in the Rockies. And it is, um, it is high class. The scenery is amazing. There's mm -hmm. food. You have, you don't have accommodations on the train. You stay in a hotel overnight instead of sleeping on the train. It, um, it's so different and it's so wonderful. And I hope we get to do it again. <laughs> yes, me too. Yes, definitely. Um, 
as I mentioned, people that I mentioned it to had heard of it and knew it only to be something for a very special time in life, like a family trip with the grandparents. I love that it could be an inter- intergenerational kind of bucket list trip um, because you've got your whole family captive there to be together and the train, the train cars allow for, you know, just enough connection with the people around you. So I think that that's what came, came to my mind too. being on that train is how great it would be for, you know, a grandparent trip to bring some of their families onto since yeah. it's so free and comfortable. And if you have, you know, maybe varied mobility, um, you know, it's easy to come and go off the train as opposed to having to get through airports and yeah. tax that they just take care of every need. The staff is outstanding. It's just really luxury the way they've done it. Yeah. And that's a good point about the, about the mobility. I know. So, you and I, we rode with um, the Gold Leaf service, which is the top two. There's either Silver Leaf or there's Gold Leaf, and we got to experience the gold. Mm. Um, there was even, in addition to being able to board the train, like if you had a wheelchair, um, there's also that little elevator to mm-hmm. make it so that the up the upstairs, the viewing part of the car was totally accessible and wide enough for somebody who does have a mobility device. I thought that was great. That was really something that occurred to me that would be a great thing for a family to do with the grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So thinking about the route we did, so you and I were on, it was called um, First Passage to the West was the the official title of the train route that we were on. Um, We started in Vancouver, BC, and then we ended at, um, we disembarked at Lake Louise, but you can continue all the way down to the Banff train station. As we went along, just thinking, I, I know that, you know, we don't have, probably don't have a map right in front of you right now, but do you recall what was, as we were on the train, what was the most kind of breathtaking sight or what was your favorite just kind of train moment taking in the scenery? And then I'll tell you mine because mine is, yeah. geek. mine is totally geeky. I think definitely when you come around and start to see the amazing Canadian Rockies, I've seen a lot of mountains being a Northwest girl and a skier. And I am still in awe of those mountains to, I mean, it just stunned me. Just, they are jagged and beautiful and you're just weaving gently right through the middle of them. And they're just on either side of the train. And I think I just had tears in my eyes. It was so beautiful. And I was just so grateful in that moment to be there. <laughs> yeah, thinking, think, think, thinking back, uh, because a lot of my time on the train was spent observing you. <laughs> it was, well, it's amazing because like I said, you and I, we, we travel very differently for all the travel we do together and we yep. see and experience everything so differently. And every time that I like went outside to take pictures or whatever, and then came back to you, you were either you had cocktail in hand, just staring out the window, just kind of, like you said, just kind of misty eyed or you were, you had switched seats to the other side of the train so that you could look out that way. And you were chatting with somebody and watching you was kind of actually one of my highlights. Um, It was, it was amazing, but as far as the scenery and things that I saw from the train, not not just on the train, um, I think that my favorite moment, 
and this is where I get to geek out, was when we got to go through the spiral tunnels. Do you remember that? Um, oh, yeah. You know yeah. me and not so much. I know. Like, about the tunnels. I get excited about the mountains. <laughs> I know. So because I've done the, the road trip across the Canadian Rockies so many times, I always make this stop, you know, on, on Canada One. And I always look at the little thing that talks about the spiral tunnels and this marvel of engineering because it's it's this, yeah, it's these two um, pigtail tunnels. Yeah. They're carved into the Rockies and it makes it so that you don't just fly down from the mountains at a million miles an hour. And it makes it so you can climb up. Yeah. 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 That was amazing. I had no idea that was coming up. I was like, wait, what, what's going to happen? We're going to cork through the middle of the mountains on a train. No yeah. idea possibility. So that is definitely for those friends and family members who are way into trains, which is so many people I know. And, you know, some feats of engineering to be thrown in there for entertainment and something to totally geek out on. Absolutely. That was really amazing. And then to see it on the way. How, how was that, that we saw it? We saw what we had come through. Oh, because <laughs> I think I think we saw it afterwards because once we disembarked remember you you and i we had our own little thing going on we rented a car and we went back to do some stuff that we only saw from the train so we went back and we did yoho national park um and that's where the spiral tunnels were so we got to get off of you know the train and we had a car a few days later to go back and we got to see them from there and you could see where they enter and then where they exit and it's just it it's phenomenal and i get out every time (laughs) part i didn't anticipate yeah um one of the other questions that i had for you was you know we're talking it's luxury it's a train there's beautiful scenery and all that um i kind of want to talk about the meal service because since there's not hotel accommodations on the train you know people think you know going on a multi-day train journey you're going to be sleeping on board um the luxe side of the hospitality really i feel like comes from the different like meal services and you know afternoon cheese service and stuff like that was there anything that particularly stood out to you either a particular menu item that you enjoyed or the way it was done tell me about your foodiness of it the foodiness well i have to first say that the employees and the staff because you know you and i come from hospitality and we know what it takes to keep people satiated and calm (laughs) and the people that run those really know what they're doing and they were just so professional and they had different options because you know me i'm all gluten-free and everything so that was really nice that they had options for all of the courses in my allergy needs um taking those into account i think the salmon was probably my favorite which is often the case as you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. salmon and then the chef was rather um interesting and extremely handsome remember him oh my he gosh about the food maybe that <laughs> salmon oh <laughs> uh, yes the chef definitely um sold you and several other people on the onboard <laughs> dining experience that was hilarious yeah. <laughs> whoa where have you been hiding anyway no, the salmon was great. I loved that there was always a wine pairing because, you know, we were the wine industry people too for a minute. They're out in Washington. Um, so I just, I love the food pairing. I love that they sat you with different people um, or you could sit just with your, you know, your partner that you came on the trip with. I thought that was kind of fun because, you know, meeting people from around the country who are on this 
luxury trip of a lifetime. Everyone's pretty much got that great, yeah, good energy. You know, they're excited and happy and you're getting this wonderful service with the beautiful scenery going by. It's just really a magical, special thing to do. Yeah, no, it was, I, it's difficult to kind of compare a luxury train experience like, like that with, you know, fine da- dining and wonderful attentive service to like, a nice hotel stay because they're so completely different. One of them is this fully just immersive, all-encompassing experience. And then, you know, staying in a nice hotel is just lovely. And then you go about your day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is definitely, you feel like you're in a, you're transported to a different place while being transported to a different place. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. And it, it kind of also makes me think like, gosh, is this what, you know, train travel and plane travel used to be like a long time ago before it became what it is today like it felt vintage it felt vintage you felt like you were going back in time yeah into a simpler place where it was just you know relax and enjoy the scenery and we'll take care of everything for you um i think it's just such a special I know I keep saying that over and over, but I guess I wasn't really prepared for what was going to happen as usual. I'm just like, sure, where are we going? And I'll pack the bag <laughs> where we're going next. But um, that one really just stunned me. And I think I love the pictures that we took of everyone disembarking and the smiles and the friendships that were made and the hugs and everybody just really had an over the top experience. I would, I just, there's so many reasons we could go on and on about it. But I think also, like you said, seeing others enjoy it and seeing others be shocked by the beauty of the mountains. (laughs) Yeah. You know, just like stunned it went from chatter chatter to like oh my gosh wow and just everyone was just stunned silent when they saw yeah. the beauty yeah well, well especially like, especially because i mean we started in vancouver and you know when you're going on the train out of vancouver you don't start in the best part of the city no and it's a very metropolitan place with <laughs> such it's not just all the fancy buildings downtown you know the Rocky Mountaineer station is beautiful, but then you do have to go through like graffiti and stuff like that. Like and then you launch into farm country and then from farm country to the mountains and mountains to the lakes and lakes to can loops. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, kind of a peeling away of the city, you know, that's, that's a perfect way to say it. It, you totally do peel away little bits of British Columbia as you continue on the train until you are up in the mountains. Uh, okay. That's my second favorite moment is rounding the bend and seeing Chateau Lake Louise. Oh, I've always wanted to go there. I don't even think you told me we were going to stay there until like the day of or something. And I was just so stunned excited. <laughs> oh, it's, you- it's like a castle. It's the closest I've ever been to going to a castle. Yeah. No. And you know, it's funny. I feel, like, I feel like we could record an entire podcast episode just about the hotels that we stayed on stayed at in on that trip because we we did um gosh we stayed in two in vancouver we stayed in one in kamloops we stayed at the chateau lake louise then we stayed at the mont royal the mount mount royal in Banff, (laughs) and then we finished at the fairmont palliser in calgary and i i I feel like we could talk about each one and then talk about the food at each one (laughs) yes uh, the fairmont Vancouver just the party they had when we got there was so cool it was oh. cherry season remember that room with all oh, the yeah. pink cherry blossoms and oh yeah it was it was um 
very unique and special and people from all around had they'd come on that press trip so that was kind of fun there was a girl from australia and a guy from england um yeah we had gosh and people from around the states and around canada yeah it was was great um so kind of a taking a different twist from the amazingness of it um i know that i personally tend to get motion sick um you've seen me get sick on boats and stuff (laughs) um so how was the motion for you you know we talked also a little bit about the tunnels and going through there what was the actual like as far as like the transportation experience like from your point of view did you have any time where you were like oh goodness gracious or was it just bliss honestly when there's you know that kind of situation and delicious food to look forward to i just want <laughs> my to making it work <laughs> excellent have any problem with any motion sickness i felt like often the train was going a little bit slower than a regular train would go so it wasn't that jostling and you know the repetitive slamming of of a train that's going much faster at times it went fast for sure so those people that want to go fast on a train are going to get that experience too yeah Um, but i think for the most part you know like with all the service going on in the in the carts too and the cooking and everything i think they take that into account with the speed so i didn't feel sick at all no i know that there was like i had like one or two moments over our two-day journey where i certainly was thankful to be able to get outside because yeah i i'm more sensitive to motion i think and trains will do that to me anyways um was nice to be able to get outside i really enjoyed that too yeah having that wonderful platform was amazing and then um the other side of that is also being able to look in front of you because with us you know having that nice gold leaf double-decker car we had that unobstructed view all across the the front of the train and that i think really helped me with motion sickness because if i was starting to get the oh everything's whizzing by me all i had to do was look out the front and it would kind of just like clear up in a heartbeat I would definitely say if you're someone who's prone to getting motion sickness to do the gold leaf package because you are up above, I think yeah. being down low might make you feel a little worse. Um, yeah. But they do have, you know, the things you put behind your ear and the Dramamine and the things that go around your wrist. So probably just a good idea when you're making this kind of purchase to be sure you have all of motion sickness devices that you may need to call on (laughs) but that's not how you and i roll we just roll with showing up and having a good time and dealing with our consequences sometimes we're getting better we've got our little our little dop kit of all the things we need (laughs) yeah it's true it's true we have kids we what what was that we have children we must always have and i know know, but but, with. <laughs> but when I travel without my kids, I tend to not bring all the stuff that I would normally bring to make sure they are okay. <laughs> yes, that's true. But then there's us. We need it too. Yeah. Need um, our- so here's another kind of a fun question. If you were going to be taking anybody on a Rocky Mountaineer journey besides me. Of course. Who would you go with? And what route would you go? Would you do the rainforest route to Jasper? Would you do the mountain route to Jasper? Would you do Banff and Lake Louise again? Or would you hit up the Denver to Moab and Arches National Parkway? Which, which 
Who would you go with and which one would you do? Well, where would I go? Where would I go is the easy part. Definitely back up to Jasper. Definitely back through the Canadian Rockies. I'd never seen them before. I mean, just Whistler, but they are stunning. And the lakes, the, those teal blue lakes, yes, definitely Jasper. I haven't been out there somehow growing up in Seattle. I never made it out there. Um, but who would I take? Hmm, well, I'd have to take my husband. Oh. I think Jeff would really love it. <laughs> he loves trains. He loves engineering. He loves mountains. He really loves mountains. So I bet I, that I bet Jeff would geek out about the spiral yeah. tunnels. Oh, he totally would. He would totally geek out about that. He'd love to study about it and talk about it. And he'd love to lounge in those chairs, those heated leather chairs, and just zone out out the window as you go. It's it's just so unique to have the scenery come to you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's a great way to put it. Oh, good times. Yep. Well, um, how about you? Uh, who would I take? Yes. I think you mentioned the boys to Denver. You know, I, I really, I'm really hoping that we can make it work that I want to take Oliver, you know, our oldest. I want to take Oliver on the Rocky Mountain route that goes um, from Denver to Moab, Utah, because, I mean, those are two places that we're, we're very familiar with and we've been so many times and we love them. And I think that getting to show him that part of the country from a completely different view and have us not be in the car. Cause you know me, I'm fine doing a car for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. And I know that most people, including you, that's not their favorite. <laughs> um, but Oliver for sure has made it clear that he would prefer to have more time outside of a vehicle. And yeah. I think, I think having such an interactive fun, different way to see a place that we're so familiar with would be amazing. So I would pick him and we would do the route that goes to Moab, Utah, for sure. And is that the one that has the bar car in the back? Because we kept hearing about the a car where there's like a piano and like an old time saloon type of bar. Yes. Yes. It's, it's that one. So the, and you know, I think we shouldn't talk too much about it because I want to save some mystery because I'm manifesting it that we are going to be on the Rocky Mountaineer from Denver to Moab or reverse in 2024. I'm manifesting that right now. I so hear without putting too much information out there and too much speculation, yes, there is a fun, like, loungy car. It's a little more Old West. It's all the silver leaf service instead of having the gold leaf because it's a very different sort of train. Um but that's all the information that I know about it because okay. I, well, I'm trying not to research it too much because I want to be surprised when we get to do it. And if I remember correctly, only the gold leaf is available only in Canada because of the height of the Brit of the uh, tunnels. Is that correct? Oh, you know what? You're totally right. That I forgot about that I because, think- because that's part of the, um, the route down there is they can't do the double decker. Yeah, it's too too tall of a train. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good times. I yes. would love to do it again. But uh, too. me too. I'm following Anastasia from the Fairmount Fairmont Hotels and she has some beautiful stuff that she posts of all the wonderful dining and rooms that they have at that hotel chain. It is so luxurious and nice. <laughs> yeah. And oh, gosh, she, was, she was one of the coolest people that we met, I think. Yeah. Did that did such a nice job on it and then it was nice that they were all there for questions and 
getting us to really, you know, dig into the things that they wanted us to explore. That was really fun. Yeah. And the Fairmount Lake Louise, I have to go back because of Spas Explore that we're also creating. Um, and they're, uh-huh. building new, <laughs> they're building a new sauna-based um, wellness center there. Oh, that's so, right. I forgot about that on the on the shore just to the um just to the west side of the chateau. It's that whole big complex. Yes. And I loved as a wellness person to see the investment that that hotel chain is making in the wellness movement or the, you know, the investment people are starting to turn inward and take care of our own health. And I love that the Fairmont is embracing that and building a humongous wonderful healing facility in their hotel <laughs> we do we do have to go back and, and check we it do. out because yeah it's just it's our moral obligation i i think so <laughs> <laughs> well is there anything else you want to say about our whole rocky mountaineer experience there um i think we're gonna have to record another episode about our actual adventures after the train well because, yeah i mean <laughs> definitely plan a little bit of time in vancouver I love that we rented e-bikes and went around Stanley Park. You know, I'm speaking of geeking out. Me on an e-bike is geek Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um, Thank goodness those e-bikes have governors. (laughs) I only raced one car. Come on. Oh, my Um, gosh. Yeah. No, that would be something I'd recommend to definitely take a little bit of extra time on both ends if you can. Yeah. Yeah, 100% agree. Because, I mean, as, as amazing as the scenery is it kind of it's such a tease to see it and then not actually go experience it so yeah so for us i mean we got to vancouver a few days early we did some boat stuff we did some like vancouver tourism and then afterwards we you know explored the whole lake louise area and did some hiking there and just enjoyed being at the chateau and then we had time in banff doing the actual national park and hiking and then calgary and Calgary is such a cool city. And, yeah, I loved uh, Calgary too. That was really cool to see. I would just say um, the time of year we went, we were a little too excited to go hiking and <laughs> did that where you fall into the snow to your knees because it's melting. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that because you and I were going to do that hike <laughs> on the um, on the east shore of Lake Louise. <laughs> Uh, what? No, you're not. And we're like, oh yeah, we're, we'll make it work. It'll work for us. Well, you know, <laughs> we I I really thought we would have been fine with those, you know, our little crampon thingies that we put on our shoes. But yeah, oh, we did do that. We did. Yep. But there was no. that that one step you took just slightly off the trail when you went hip deep. <laughs> yeah, that was the, that was the end of that hike. So oh, that's sense. you know, be be aware that you might not get to see the blueness of the water, but you will still get the epicness of that. Chateau Lake Louise Hotel. Yeah. Really so, love it. tea. Can we can we just throw that in? That was part of it, wasn't it? Oh, our afternoon tea was amazing. And that wasn't was at that the Chateau too. Yeah. I think it is part of the train trip too. No, it's 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 a bonus that it you can add on. So the way that yeah. it's set up so lovely. Yeah. The way that it's set up, you've got your your base that is, you know, the actual train journey, and then you can add time on on either side or both sides. Um, at in Banff or in Vancouver or wherever you want to, um, and if you do choose that extra time at Lake Louise, yeah, then you can do the awesome stuff like afternoon tea that was so delicious. And I mean, give me fancy finger food any day. I know on it on the big tower. That's yeah, I do love those things, don't I? And glassware and all that teacups. 
Yes. <laughs> I can't wait to see the glass where you leave at my house when you come down in a couple weeks. You're about get it. <laughs> um, oh, and then the other, other thing I wanted to just kind of put out there in case anybody is like newly inspired for the whole Rocky Mountaineer experience is um, if you want to see more than just one leg, um, you can, instead of, you know, doing Vancouver to Banff and then either, you know, departing from there or taking the train back, you can also make it um, a circle journey where you go um, from Vancouver to Banff and then do a you know nice luxury motor coach up to Jasper and explore Jasper. And then you can do, you know, the journey through the clouds or the journey through the rainforest um, routes back. And those will bring you back to Vancouver. So you can actually make Ooh. it. I know, right? It'd be a whole loop and it'd be amazing. So that would be five days about five days to do that. Um, you know, I think it would take more than that because you've got two days on the train between Vancouver and Banff. And then um, you'll need some time to do some sightseeing. And then you get up to Jasper and you'll need some time to do some sightseeing up there. And then there's two routes that go back. One of them is um, two days. The journey through the clouds is two days. And then um, the one that goes through the rainforest and goes through Quesnel, that one is a three-day journey. So, yeah. So ultimately, you'll either have four or five days on the train. Um, So, you know, bring a good book, bring a camera, and then force yourself to relax because the cell service was absolute craparama. Yes, right. No, that is good. That's really something actually people are looking for when they shop for travel these days, as a matter of fact. Well, I'll tell you, the Rocky Mountaineer is a great way to it, cut yourself I, off from the world. It is, yeah. <laughs> and that's a good thing sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was delightful to talk about and rehash. Oh, that was the other thing. It popped in my mind and then it left me. I wanted to say that we went on this train in April when the season began. So you were talking about the lakes being frozen. I think it within days of us being there. So it's a, you know, it's not really a guarantee that it will or won't be. But you're looking for the blue water. Just, you know, know that nature will let you know what's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. And I think, I think that this year the lake, Lake Louise had thawed, but I think it was like May 10th or 12th or something like that. So that's when you really get the beautiful colors. But, um, and then, so it goes from beginning of April to mid to end of October is when you can do the Canadian routes and the same for the route in in, um, Colorado and Utah. So it's a great either spring, summer or fall adventure. Yes, they probably don't go when the those mountains are full of snow, do they? No, they don't. (laughs) That would would be more like a Florida adventure, but Rocky Mountaineer doesn't really fit here. There are lots of luxury trains. Is that true? Do you know? Are there not anymore? Not anymore. I mean, especially being here in St. Augustine, where it's, you know, the hub of like Henry Flagler and his fancy trains. um, We don't have them really down here in the Southeast anymore. You can, you can do um, Amtrak for general like transportation, but you don't get the, there's nothing that is a comparable luxury train experience in North America. How about that? That is what I want to know. Thank you. Yes, that was my question. Yeah. All right. It, well, like, thank, thank you for being on and chatting with me about this again. It's always anything. a delight. Always. And let's do it again. 
Yeah, and if you enjoyed having Kelly around, um, we've got several different podcast episodes where Kelly has done some chit-chat with me where we talk about wellness, where we talk about, um, we had an amazing trip to Carson City a couple years ago and Lake Tahoe. Um, I feel like you've been on here to talk with with me so many times, but... If not, we can just start making them because we haven't, have we talked about Hawaii? The volcano? Oh gosh, yeah, we need to, we, we no, need I like- to... Not quite about that yeah so <laughs> stay tuned or tune back in for more of kelly on two travel dads podcast and go ahead and subscribe through wherever you get your podcasts and give us a follow over at two travel dads on instagram and two travel dads.com thank you for joining me today and i can't wait to talk to you again thanks for listening <laughs> bye Two Travel Dads podcast is created by Rob and Chris Taylor in St. Augustine, Florida. We'd love to answer your questions here on the podcast, providing both our experience and stories to share our own insights into whatever you're wondering about. Visit twotraveldads.com slash podcast dash episodes to leave your questions and to check out past episodes and show notes. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and have an awesome day.